0: If you got a Bible, turn with me to Psalms chapter 66. Psalms chapter 66. And uh, continuing our series entitled Rise, where we're walking through selected passages in the Psalms uh, and uh, uh, really looking to uh, seek encouragement from the Lord in this season that we're going through, 30 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, seeking encouragement from the Lord and man, seeking to hear from Him as we pause uh, and reflect. It's when we choose to pause and reflect Right? That our faith rises. A lot of us, we think that, man, our faith grows by doing a whole bunch of different things, right? For God, which, you know, isn't necessarily bad, but no. A a key component in our growth in Christ is us learning how to pause. Learning how to seek His face. Hear from Him. Right? And and choose to respond, right, as a result of what we hear from uh, Him. And so, we're going to be looking at a selected psalm. One of my favorites in uh, reading and studying this week. Right. There's a lot of great Psalms. You know, all of them are great. Uh, 150 of them. Uh, but uh, Psalm 66 is great because, man, the focus of it is worship, uh, lifting up uh, the Lord. You'll see here, right, uh, some calls or exhortations from the psalmist to uh, sing uh, praises uh, to the Lord, to lift up his uh, name. Right. There is a call for the child of God, man, to sing to sing. Did you know that, man? As a matter of fact, there, you know, there, there's a, a command, man. This command to sing is one of the more prevalent commands that we see in all the Old Testament, and we see it a lot in the book of Psalms, man. It's called to sing to the Lord for who he is and what he has uh, done, and Psalm 66 speaks to uh, that. Uh, just some background on it. We don't know who necessarily wrote uh, this uh, psalm, uh, but we know that it is a song uh, that was sung, right, uh, just celebrating who God is and what he uh, has done, right? It's a song and a psalm, as you'll see in many Bibles there on the uh, the title there. Uh, But you see the title of the psalm, How Awesome Are Your Deeds? Man, the point of this psalm is to declare, man, how great the Lord is and all the great things he has done in the lives of his people. And so Psalm 66, we're going to read the whole chapter. uh, And so if you're there, let me know that you're there by saying there. If you uh, don't have a Bible uh, with you or a copy of God's Word, the verses will be on the screen, and so you can follow along there. But this is what the Word of the Lord says. Psalm 66 says this. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of His name. Give to Him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds! So great is your power that your enemies come cringing to you. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Selah. Verse five. Come and see what God has done. He is awesome. In his deeds toward the children of man. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. There did we rejoice in him. Who rules by his might forever. Whose eyes keep watch on the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. Selah. Verse 8. Bless our God, man. Or shout, declare praise. Bless our God, O peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard who has kept our soul among the living and has not let our foot slip. For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. You brought us into the net. You laid a crushing burden on our backs. You let men ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But hey, my favorite part of verse 12 here. Yet you have brought us out to a place of abundance, man. Hallelujah. Aren't you God? hey, God, hey, he brings us to the other side. Hey, when we're tested, even when we're tested, man, he brings us to the other side. Verse 13. I will come into your house with burnt offerings. I will perform my vows to you, that which my lips uttered and my mouth promised when I was in trouble. I will offer to you burnt offerings of fattened animals with the smoke of, of the sacrifice of rams, I will make an offering of bulls and goats. Selah, verse 16. So come in here, all you who fear God, and I will tell what he has done for my soul. I cried to him with my mouth and high praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But truly, God has listened. He has attended to the voice of my prayer blessed be God because he has not rejected my prayer or removed his steadfast love from me amen and amen I've entitled the message today simply this exalt the Lord exalt the Lord man we ought to choose to exalt or lift up man his holy name for who he is and what he has done exalt the Lord won't we pray together Lord God we love you God we do thank you for uh, your goodness and your grace, Lord. I feel like a lot of times, Lord we um, and can simply take it for granted uh, in one way or another. Lord, but help us, Lord today and, and every day to learn how to recount uh, God, your glorious deeds, uh, Lord, to recount. Your greatness, God, that you've shown and displayed in our life, God. God, help us to be a worshiping people. Lord, who, like the psalmist, can't help but to share and boast about all the great things you've done in our life, Lord. Continue to meet with us this morning, and I pray, Lord, that we'd be folks that leave differently than the way we came as a result, We love you, we thank you, and we ask all of these things in your name. And all God's people said, amen, amen. Exalt the Lord. Man, lift up the Lord in his name, man. Lift up a song of praise to uh, him. Lift his name up. I believe we see here in Psalm 66 uh, three action steps, if you will, on how we are to uh, exalt uh, the Lord. The psalmist walks through three action steps, man, that um, are easily uh, applicable to our life that we ought to be doing, man, in our uh, walk with the Lord, man, and how we look to exalt uh, him. We see three action steps. The first action step we see here is this man exalting the Lord looks like this choosing to bless his holy name. Choosing to bless His holy name. Verses one through four, right, is is this call that the psalmist gives to us to sing. Those that you know he's he's writing to, the readers there, right. Verses one through four is this call to sing or to lift up His name. And then verses five through twelve really highlights, right, to how the first way that we do that, uh, we ought to be folks that choose to bless His holy name, man, to uh, to give praise and honor to His name, man, the name that is above every name. That name be in the Lord. It says it in verse 8. After that first salah there. It says, bless our God, O peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard. Man, we ought to be folks, man, that choose to sing and bless his name. Because he is so worthy of praise. Man, we ought to be those folks. I remember, you know, growing up, you know, whenever I first started going to church, even before I was saved, man, I used to think that uh, uh, singing... Man was uncool, man. I was one of those guys that wanted to, you know, to, to look like I was some kind of, you know, uh tough dude, you know, I think I've said it before, all five foot two of me at that time. Five foot two a buck oh five of me. You know, thought I was, you know, this extra tough dude, man, you know, standing up there, I ain't gonna sing, man. I'll listen to the word, but I ain't gonna sing, you know. But I remember, you know, having a rude awakening, saying, Hey, hey, Pastor Irv er not I wouldn't Pastor then, you know, but hey Irv, listen. Man, I see you man hooping and hollering about the mediocre cowboys. Bless God, man. Hey, how can you not sing about, you know, the God of gods, Lord of lords? And I said, man, that'll preach right there. Hey, same truth be applied to us, man. Hey, man, how can we not choose to bless his name, man? Sing a song of praise to him. We see the psalmist highlight here, man, hey, the reason why we ought to bless his holy name, man. He highlights it here in verses 5 through 12, man. Verse 5 through 7, he highlights the first reason why reason why we ought to bless his holy name is because of his past goodness. We ought to bless his holy name for his past goodness. Verses 5 through 7, right, the psalmist is giving testimony about what God had done in the life of his people. Right, says, hey, man, he opened up the seas and allowed for us to walk in dry land. Right, he's talking about the people of Israel getting freed from captivity in Egypt. Right, the account of that can be seen in Exodus chapter 14. And then Exodus chapter 15, we see Moses, you know, declare a song of praise, man. You got to check that out. Matter of fact, why don't we check it out right now? Turn If you've got a Bible, turn me to Exodus 15. We don't have it on the screen here, but it's, man, it's so powerful. I'm going to go ahead and read it. The first couple of verses of Moses' song. <clears throat> Exodus chapter 15, the song of Moses is what it's called. Once the Lord brought the Israelites out of Egypt, man, they crossed Uh, You know, on dry ground, man, the seas were split, crossed on dry ground to the other side. And then the water swallowed up the Egyptian army that was chasing them. And this is what Moses, man, and the people of Israel sang, man, as a result of that said, then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord saying, I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. Hey, the Lord is my strength and my song and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise Him. My Father's God, and I will exalt Him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is His name. Pharaoh's chariots and his hosts he cast into the sea, and he his chosen officers were sunk into the Red Sea. The floods covered them. They went down in the depths like a stone. But your right hand, O oh Lord, glorious in power, your right hand, O oh Lord, shatters the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow your adversaries, man. We could read the whole chapter, man, but I'm afraid I'm going to start shouting if we do. So we'll just leave it right there. Hey, man, we ought to choose to praise the Lord, man. Bless his name for his past goodness. Man, hey, recount, man, all the ways he's been great to you, man, in your life. They're innumerable. If you think about it for a second, they're innumerable. All the ways he's been great to you. And your family, man, how he is. Kept you. Looked out for you, man. Blessed you. And perhaps the greatest, man, way he's been good is, man, him sending his son Jesus, man, to make a way for us to be brought back to him. Those of you who were saved, you didn't get saved on your own. It wasn't your good works that made you right with God. It wasn't your church attendance that made you right with him. It was none of that, man. It was only by the grace of God, man. And you choosing to turn and trust in him. He's been good. And so we ought to bless his holy name. Man, I've been meditating on this old gospel psalm, man. I shared it on Facebook, but I can't I can't get enough to listen to it. I remember listening to it when I was a lot younger. Yeah. Right? But it talks about, man, the power of the blood, man. Hey, you remember it? Hey, the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me strength. Hey, from day to day, it will never lose. It's power, man. Hey, that same blood that was shed for us, man. It's the reason why we ought to choose to praise his holy name. Hey, we ought to choose to bless his holy name for his past goodness. Hey, recount the ways he's been good in your life and let that lead you to praise. Secondly, hey, listen, the reason why we ought to bless his holy name is, man, because he's been faithful in the present. Mm -hmm. That's what the psalmist talks about. Let me make sure to get back to the text here. That's what he says in verses 8 through 12. Man, hey, bless our Lord, O peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard, who has kept our soul among the living, and he has not let our foot slip. Talks about how, man, the Lord has tested us and tried us, man. He's brought us. Hey, all this stuff has taken place in our life. We've been tested and tried, man, refined like silver and gold. Man, even through that, though, he brought us to the other side. Hey, we ought to choose to bless the Lord. Because of his present faithfulness, man. Hey, like, I mean, we've talked about it a lot. But just a reminder, hey, even though you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, man, darkest season of your life. Hey, the Lord hadn't let you go. He's still with you. Still with you. Hey, hey, that time when, man, you you didn't know where he was. You didn't know what was going on in your life. He didn't let you go. He was still there. And he got you to the other side, didn't he? Right, the psalmist is recounting, man, hey, all this tough stuff that we walk through in in, in life. Right, man, he got us to the other side. He's been presently faithful. And for that reason, we ought to choose to bless his holy name. Hey, don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. It's because of him, man, you were able to get to the other side. It's because of his mercy and grace, man, hey, you're able to take that next breath. It's because of his mercy and grace you're able, man, to shepherd and lead those kids. It's, it's because of his mercy and grace, man, that you're able to continue in your job, even though it's difficult. Yes, man, he, we ought to bless his holy name because, man, he is presently faithful. Presently faithful. God's power and goodness is not just displayed, man, when things are good in our life, but also when things are difficult. It's in those times when he is most glorified in and through us. So we ought to bless his holy Psalm 124, verses 1 through 5. Psalmist declaring, man, God's help. Saying this, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when people rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us up alive. When their anger was kindled against us, then the flood would have swept us away. The torrent would have gone over us. Then over us would have gone the raging waters. Listen, we ought to bless his holy name. Hey, what does what is, what is your time of personal worship look like? Hey, is, is blessing the Lord's name, is that a reality in your life right now? What does that look like in your world? Hey, listen, we ought to choose to sing, man, praises to the Lord for who he is and what he uh, has done. Man, that's the first way we exalt the Lord, man, is to bless his holy name. The second way that we exalt the Lord, we see it right here in the text. Second way we exalt the Lord is by choosing to bring him our life, bring him our life. Verses 13 through 15, man, it says that Psalmist says, man, after the Lord got us to the other side, he said, man, I will come into your house with burnt offerings. I will perform my vows to you that which my lips uttered and my mouth promised when I was in trouble. I will offer to you burnt offerings of fattened animals. With the smoke of the sacrifice of rams, I will make an offering of bulls and goats, man. Hey, the psalmist says, man, as a result of what God has done, who he is and what he's done, man, he was going to choose to bring a gift and he was going to choose, man, to walk in obedience as a result. Says that he was going to bring a ram to sacrifice. Now we know, bless God, because of the uh, sacrifice once for all, according to what Hebrews 10 says, sacrifice of Christ, we don't have to bring a physical, you know, uh, sacrifice to. Uh, the lord's house you know whenever we come to worship him instead the call for us is to make our lives a living sacrifice the call for us is to bring him our life every single day and so man the way that we exalt the lord is to choose to bring him our life romans 12 1 says it like this i appeal to you therefore brothers by the mercies of god to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Hey, child of God, we have nothing to bring but ourselves. We have nothing to bring but ourselves. And so the call for us is to bring him our life every day. Die to ourselves every single day. Let's die to ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus every single day. It's like that old song by one of my favorite bands, Third Day, called Offering, man. The lyrics go like this. This is my offering to you, Lord. This is my offering to you, God, for I will give you my life, for that is all I have to give, because you gave your life for me. Man, because Jesus gave his life for us, man, our call in response to exalting his name is to choose to bring him our life. Bring him our life. What does that look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Man, real quick, hey, that looks like us choosing to be folks that give. The psalmist talks about this, you know, us, him bringing a gift, a sacrificial gift to uh, the Lord's house, man. The call for us in the same way is to, hey, bring a gift to uh, the Lord. Bring a gift to the Lord. I know what you may be thinking. Some of you here think, "Uh uh-oh, hey, preachers going to start talking about giving money again. Uh Uh-oh. Hey I, hey, I get it. I get it. But did you know this? Giving ourselves to the Lord consists of giving to him. Mm-hmm. Giving ourselves to the Lord consists of us choosing to give to him. I love this quote that I saw this week. Uh, unknown author. Don't know who, don't know who uh, came up with it. But it says this. Money is so intimately related to the possessor that we cannot give money without giving ourselves. It's like, man, I thought that'd really preach right there. But hey, w- w- one way we want to know, if, if we're choosing to live lives that sacrifice to the Lord, man, it, it, what's our giving? like? Man, the call for us is to choose to give. Let me give you some truths about giving, right? Giving is a blessing. It's a blessing. Giving is a calling. It's a calling, man. We're called to give. And giving is an extension of our worship. At the end of uh, the day, I love what First Chronicles 29:10 through 13 says right after, uh, uh, you know, the Lord did a great work in the life of Israel. This is what David uh, says here. It says in verse 10, therefore, David blessed the Lord in the presence of all the assembly. And David said, blessed are you, O Lord, the God of Israel, our father forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Hey, God owns it all. Just a reminder. Just in case you forgot, God owns it all. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come from you and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might. In your hand... It is to make great and to give strength to all. And now we thank you, our God, and praise your glorious name. Man, a response to, man, what God has done in our life is to give. And so what does that look like in your world, man? Are you giving to him? Giving to him, man. Are you generous? Those that are around you, that may be in need. We ought to choose to give, man. Giving of ourselves consists of giving to Him. But secondly, A, it consists of this. Say, choosing to walk in obedience Mm -hmm. uh, to Him. Choosing to walk in obedience to Him. And the, the psalmist here, he says this. Hey, I will perform my vows to you, which, that which my lips uttered and my mouth promised when I was in trouble. Bringing Him our life consists of also walking in obedience to Him. It's more than just giving of time and resources. Man, it's choosing to be obedient. Hey, if you're giving, hey, that's great and good, but man, if you're giving without choosing to obey God, man, then you're missing it. You're missing it. The call for us is to walk in obedience to him, what his word says, but as we're walking intimately with him in a relationship with him, right, as the spirit of God speaks to us, we follow him. We obey him. The call for us is to walk in him. As we grow in Christ, we will see that the main component of our exaltation of Him is a life of obedience to Him. Worship, as I've said before, is much, it's not just with our lips, it's with our life. And that looks like us choosing to walk in obedience to Him. Follow Him in obedience. First Samuel 15, 22 and 23, you, you remember this? King Saul? Man, hey, he was, you know, do that was beloved there in israel but man he kind of did his own thing right he had messed up didn't follow the lord wasn't obedient and he tried to cover it up by bringing a whole bunch of you know sacrifices to God. hey god will be pleased man if i just you know bring all these sacrifices but this is what the prophet said here samuel said has the lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the lord Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen than that than the fat of rams. For rebellion, man, this is strong. For rebellion is as the sin of divination, and presumption is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, He has also rejected you from being king. Man, that's strong. Man, obedience is so important. We're talking about exalting the Lord, man. Hey, we got to walk in obedience. Are you following him? Are you listening to his voice? Can't, hey, we, we can't cover up disobedience by man, growing in our church attendance, although, hey, that's great. Glad that you're here. Can't cover up disobedience, man, by going to 80 different Bible studies every week. Can't cover up disobedience, man, by, by choosing to, you know, bring forth quote unquote sacrifices. Man, the call for us is to obey him. And so what does that look like in our life, man? Hey, Exalting the Lord, man, looks like us choosing to bring our life to him. So choose to bring your life to him. Exalting the Lord looks like this, man, blessing his holy name. Secondly, it looks like bringing our life to him. And then thirdly, and then lastly, and then I'm through, is this. Hey, exalting the Lord looks like boasting about his greatness. Exalting the Lord looks like boasting about His greatness. Verses 16 through 20 highlights that after the Salah, there's a shift in tone here. Right, uh, the psalmist goes from corporate, right? To, hey, all of us here in the seventh, hey, co- hey, come and listen, uh, come and hear what God's done. To personal, he's like, hey, hey, come and hear what God has done for my soul. Hey, the psalmist couldn't help but to boast about all the ways God has been great in His life. He couldn't help but to tell somebody about it. And in the same way, hey, we're called to do the same thing. Hey, boast about his greatness. And by the way, you notice it says here, you know, yes, there's a call to um, evangelize. We know the call to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with the lost. But in the context here, Psalm 66 says this, come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he has done for my soul. Right? It's this. It's this call for us to, man, share with the saints. Man, boast about what God has done amongst the saints for encouragement and edification of the saints. Man, we ought to boast about the greatness of God. What does that look like in your life? If I remember when I was in seminary, I um, uh, had a few, uh, a group of uh, real close friends, all doing ministry. You know, together or not together, but we we're doing ministry there in New Orleans, um, going through school together, uh, and uh, we decided to meet once a week, uh, and we called ourselves uh, the Breakfast Club. We'd meet once a week on Friday mornings um, at Betsy's Pancake House off Canal Boulevard there in New Orleans, and uh, we'd get there, get there, super, you know. I remember thinking back then, super early, you know, it was like six, six thirty in the morning, and we'd get there and uh, we'd eat breakfast, you know, because they had a real good deal for breakfast. I think Pastor Greg was like five forty nine for like the breakfast special, you know. It, it, it got to a point where you know they tried to ask what we want. I said. Come on now, you, you know you know who we are. We're here for the, we're here for the special. That's that's why we're here. We, we love y'all, but we're here because man, y'all got y'all got to get cheap right. But we were there, and you know, we would talk about burdens and issues that you know were going on in our life, right? Struggles that we had. But what was most encouraging was ever we whenever we got to talk about man, all the good stuff God was doing in our life personally. And I remember sitting there with those men, and man, just just feeling encouraged and, and empowered. Right it, it, When I was down and out, seemed like, because of stuff that was going on in my life, man, hey, sitting there and hearing from the man, this is what God has done. Man, hey, you know, the Lord moved, man, and, and this person that we prayed for for a long time, man, they came to faith. Or, hey, you know, th- this area of ministry that I've been praying for for a while, man, we're seeing some movement. We're seeing God act and work. And, man, it didn't, it, it, I couldn't help but to get fired up about it. I, I, could, I couldn't help but to be excited about what was happening. And I was thankful that those times, hey, listen, I was thankful for those times that they were more than just, uh, you know, uh, negative sessions, if you will, which we need some of that in our life. Hey, you know, we need folks to just be honest and real with. But there was also, man, a time when we were able to boast about all that God has done in and through our life. And in the same way, hey, the call for us is to do the same. The way that we exalt the Lord, the way that we exalt the Lord is to choose to boast about all the great things he's done in our life. Hey, listen, that's not arrogance. You're boasting about God. It's not you. You're boasting about God. Listen, we we ought to share with the saints, man, that are around us, man, that, hey, God is great. Life is not gloom and doom. I know it's a struggle, you know, maybe a struggle right now, but, man, God is good. And the way that, man, he brought you out of where you were at, man, he's able to do it again. He's walking with you through it. We ought to choose, man, to boast about his greatness. Greatness. His greatest, and the psalmist did that. We see specifically here how he did that. You may be asking, man, how the psalmist did that? Well, I'm glad you asked. We see specifically how he did it here. We see that the psalmist, man, he boasts about the greatness of God, man, by talking about, man, his attentive ear. Look at verse 20 there. At the end, he he thanks God. He says, man, blessed be God because He has not rejected my prayer. Man, hey. The greatness of God is that, man, He hears our requests when we go to Him. Hey, He's not deaf. Not deaf. He hears us. He cares about our requests when we run to Him. That's a big thought. The God of the universe, man, He hears us. He hears us, man. His ears are attentive so we ought to choose to run to Him in prayer. Man, what a privilege it is to carry. Everything to God in prayer, And We ought to choose to boast about His greatness, man, because He hears us, man. I'm thankful. Thankful. I'm thinking, man, little old me. He hears me. He hears you as well, yes, man. We ought to boast, man, about the fact that He hears us, man. The psalmist, oh. man, he boasts about God's attentive ear, and then secondly and lastly, we see that the psalmist boasts about His unfailing love says man I blessed be God because he's not rejected my prayer nor has he removed his steadfast love from me man God's unfailing love man if you need any reason to boast to somebody man who saved man that's the reason there the Lord's love man even though we failed a thousand times ten thousand times over man and his love still remains Love still remains. Hey, even though we feel like we're a failure as a parent, feel like, hey, we're a failure, man, in the workplace. You know, I'm thinking about my life just this last week, man. You know, the times I feel like I failed, man, playing ball and not being the best witness because I'm getting mad because you know I'm playing, you know, with some folks that uh, <clears throat> aren't the greatest players. I just put it, you know, put it lightly, in my mind. And I have a poor attitude, man. I'm like, man, I'm a preacher. I'm supposed to be man witnessing to these people. I feel like I felt my hand of the Lord, man. His love is still there. Still there. Lamentations 3, 22 through 24, man. Jeremiah. Man, the weeping prophet, man. The one, hey, he struggled, man. His ministry was tough. Look what he recalls, man, in Lamentations 3. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Hallelujah. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Yes. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. And then one more. Those of you may like the New Testament better. Hey, Romans eight thirty-eight and 39. Look what he says. Paul says this. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, his unfailing love. Man, that ought to be a reason why we boast about his greatness, man, his unfailing love. Hey, what does that look like in your life, man? Hey, have you you gotten to a point, man, in your walk with God, perhaps because of stuff that's taking place where, man, you're seemingly more negative. And all your conversations with the saints are just about negative, man. Hey, you know, this is what I don't have. This is what... This is what's wrong, the issues that are there, right? More so than, man, boasting, my man, the Lord's been good. Bless God. Hey, he provided me the opportunity to be able to have enough money to buy these eggs that are like $25 because of the recession. Hey, he took care of me. Was able to, hey, was able to make the mortgage payment. We ought to be folks that are willing to boast about his greatness. Because you never know, hey, that may encourage that saint that may be in need of it. Exalt the Lord. May we be folks that choose to exalt his holy name as the psalmist declares here. With heads bowed and eyes closed, Zelissa comes up to end our time today. Uh Want to end on this uh, note? I've made a lot of references to songs today. Um, you know, maybe perhaps it's because you know, walking through the Psalms, it's you know a lot of songs that are in the Psalms, and this call for us to sing and declare in the greatness of the Lord. But on this note of God's unfailing love, I feel like the Lord led for me to read the lyrics of this great song, this great old hymn of the faith, uh, the love of God. And so with heads bowed and eyes closed, man, I just want you to listen to these lyrics, man, about God's love for us and how it ought to lead us to be folks, man, that exalt His name. Listen to what the lyrics said, man. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pair Bow down with care. God gave his son to win. His erring child he reconciled and pardoned us from his sin. Hey, could we with ink the ocean fill and were the skies of parchment made? Were every stock on earth a quill or every man a scribe by trade? To write the love Of God above would drain the ocean dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. O love of God, how rich and how pure, how measureless and strong, and it shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. Man, because of that love, church, may we choose to exalt the Lord. Bless his holy name because of that love. May we choose to give him our life because of that love. May we choose to boast about that love.